Hi guys, and welcome back to another week on the She Is Strong podcast. I'm so excited that you're here tuning in with me. Great things are in store for you. My name is Shelby Burrow, and I began doing podcasts not because I had a desire to on my own, but it was something that God had in place inside my heart and my mind. So I began being faithful, listening, and learning more about how to make podcasts. And I want to take you on my journey through life and help you discover your purpose and that you can do scary things with God on your side too. I'm really excited, guys, to be with you for this week and share this word that God has given me. But I do, before we get into it, I do want us to pray just like we do every week to get our hearts and our minds ready to receive what God has for us. So if you can, bow your head with me and let's begin in prayer. Dear Lord, I just come to you right now with a humble heart and I pray, God, that whoever's listening to this podcast, God, that you put your arms around them and you protect them and and you keep them safe and you let them know that they are loved by you and that you have great things in store for them, God. I pray that you put a hedge of protection around them and that no evil shall harm them, God. The verse that comes to my mind is, the weapon may form, but it won't prosper, God. And that is so true, God. Because we have your favor on our lives, God. And I pray that the favor that you've given me on my life, that I extend that out to the people that are listening, God. And they have the same favor that you've given me, God. I pray that you bless them exceedingly and abundantly more than they ask for, God. And that when they know, when they get their blessing from you, the only explanation that there is for it is that it came straight from you, God. There's no other explanation for God it's it's solely from you and and I pray that when that when that happens for them God that they know they know they know that it was from you God I pray that this word blesses them God and blesses their life wherever they're listening from God I pray that you give me the words to speak and I have notes written down that that you've given me God but this is this is your podcast. I'm just your vessel, God. So I pray that you you take lead on it. And if you have me say something different, God, then then so be it, God. Your Holy Spirit is welcome here. And I pray that you you have your way and you bring the right people to this podcast, God, and the, let the right person hear what needs to be heard from you, God. I pray blessings upon everyone, God, and it's in your name that I pray. Amen. Well, welcome back, guys. I'm so excited that you are here tuning in. I think I say that every week, but I am. I'm just really, really excited uh, for you, for how God is blessing in your life and what he's doing, and I'm excited for this word. So this past week, I've been asking God and, and wondering, God, where's my blessing? Where's my big thing that you are blessing me with? I, I'm still waiting on that, and I feel like my faith is being tested by God, not by God, but it's just my faith is being tested. And, you know, he kind of reminded me as I was preparing for this, that trusting God, even when we don't understand, that's what faith is. You know what God has said, you know what he's promised you, and you're going to trust him even though we don't quite understand what he's doing. And it looks completely different in the natural. I get that. And it's so crazy because I was just talking to God about this, and then not even a day later, 
am I in my car and I'm in a parking lot and I'm pulling out of the parking lot and I look and I see this man in his truck and he's got a trailer attached to the back of it and his friend is out by the trailer and the other guy that's backing the truck up is kind of like looking out the window at his buddy and he's watching his buddy motioning him back telling him that it's okay to keep coming back he's not going to hit the curb yet he still has some room and as I saw that I just my first thought was wow what a good friend to to have that you can trust to know is gonna have your back essentially and is not gonna let you hit the curb and God reminded me that he's the exact same way He's not going to let us stray and, and wonder. And he might. I mean, he we might go way out here in left field, but we're, he's not ever going to leave us. We're not ever going to be alone. We may feel that way, but we're never alone. And so as the guy's backing up, I'm just kind of thinking, you know, wow, what, what a great friend that he has. And God, you know, of course, told me that he's the same way. And then I kind of kept going with that thought and I'm like okay God keep speaking to me keep downloading things into me because I I was writing it down in my phone and then later on I came back and wrote it down on my notes in my paper and God was kind of speaking to me saying that the man in the truck the one who was backing up he sometimes can be us because we feel boxed in we feel uneasy uncertain insecure because we don't know exactly where we're going but his buddy outside the truck knew exactly how much further he had to go he wasn't gonna let him hit the curb he wasn't gonna let the truck go back and forth the trailer go back and forth and you know go off somewhere crazy no he had it he had the the buddy had full control of the situation and could see how much further he had to go back and so his his the he had to trust his friend to know when to you know he just had to trust his friend and i just i love that because that's the same way with us that it is with god we don't always understand we don't always see what what's in front of us and what god has for us but we can just trust in him and trust to know that he's got us and it might look crazy in the natural but God's never going to leave us abandoned or stray he's always right there guiding us through telling us when to stop and when to go but we have to make sure that we're listening are we listening are we in tune with God and what he's saying because he's always there and he's always speaking but are our eyes and our ears open to receive what God is telling us because God is not going to be all up in your face like here I am here I am no sometimes it's more of a soft subtle whisper almost that God speaks to us so are we are we listening and I feel like sometimes we almost go to God when we need something and we're just like God I pray for this and for this and for that and can you do this too oh and God while you're at it you might as well just do this too and we always go to God with our needs but do we, one, do we ever go to God and just thank him for what he has done for us and, and what he has delivered us from? And we might not be where we want to be right now, but look where we came from and look how far we've come. Have we ever thanked God for that? And have we ever just not even come to God with needs or prayers or anything, but have we ever just come to God and you don't want or expect anything, but you just want to be in his presence. 
And sometimes I will just sit in my living room and I'll turn on YouTube and I'll listen to some worship music. And I just sit there in God's presence. I tell the Holy Spirit that it's welcome here with me. And God, I just want to be in your presence. And sometimes that's when God speaks to me the most. And sometimes I don't get anything. And I just, I I get Holy Spirit chills all over me because I know that God's with me. And that's sometimes all God wants. Are we spending quality time with God and, and soaking in His presence? But I want to take us to Psalm 37, 3 and 4, which says, Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. And I just love that so much because it is so hard, so hard to put our trust in God when things don't look like we want them to but this verse says trust in the lord and do good and you know i was actually listening to a sermon this past week and being a good person and a kind person those are great things but those are not things that are going to get you into heaven you know it's it you can be a good person but not love jesus and until you're saved it's not really going to benefit you any any way but trust in the Lord and do good. I just, I love that so much. I told you guys that I have been reminding God of his promises to me. And that I still haven't gotten my, my answers that, that I know that, that, I, that are coming. And that God has said that he's going to give me. And so as I'm reminding God of this, he then reminds me, of Deuteronomy 28 1 through 13 and so I have most of those verses highlighted already in my Bible but isn't it so cool that you can read a chapter in the Bible and it benefits you and then you go on and then the next thing you know you're coming back to that those same scriptures and it benefits you in your life then but it's something completely different than what it meant meant before and i just love that because the holy bible is living and breathing and is relevant to our life right now and so god brought me back to those verses uh deuteronomy 28 1 through 13 i'm not going to read all of those verses to you but i do highly recommend that you go back and read them for yourself because it's talking about the blessings you receive in obedience to god so i'm just going to hit on two verses right now And the two verses I'm going to hit on are verses 6 and verses 13. So Deuteronomy 28, verses 6 says, You will be blessed when you come in and blessed when you go out. And I just love that because when you are right with God, when you have favor on your life, when you have when you are walking with God, not just opening your Bible on Sundays and going to church on Sunday and then going to church on Wednesday, but you and you're a saved Christian, but you don't have a real relationship with God and you're not following him and you're not picking up your cross daily and surrendering your life to him. Are you really in love with Jesus? Are you really giving your life to him? Or are you just saying, yes, I'm a Christian, but I'm still gonna do my own thing. And if you go back and read Romans 12 and 2, It says to renew your mind, have a renewing of your mind and be transformed and by God and don't be condemned to the patterns of this world, but, but have a renewing of your mind in God. 
and I just love that. It is that is so so powerful. It, you can say that you love God and you're a Christian, but if you aren't, if your life doesn't resemble that, then it's kind of hard to say that you love God and He's first in your life and and all of that. But when you do, when you when you put God first and when you worship Him and your life resembles that, you will be blessed when you come in and blessed when you go out. And I love that so much. And that is not to say that we are greater than anyone else because we are not. But we choose to follow God. And because of that, we are going to be blessed. And, you know, the way that I think of it is I, I think I might have said this before, but I don't have human kids, but I know people that do. And just think about it. When when you have two, when you have, let's say, for example, two kids, and one kid is being obedient, say, saying their manners, making their bed, just doing and following the rules that you have established for your home, it is going to be so easy to want to reward them and do things for them. But then you have child B over here who isn't doing what you've asked them to do and is just going and marching to the beat of their own drum and listening to what you're saying but not putting your rules into practice it's going to be really hard to want to bless them and to want to do things for them and it's we're the same way with god we are made in his image we are his children so when we are following his commandments and doing what he has called us to do it's going to be easy and he's going to want to bless us and he's going to bless us when we come in and bless us when we go out because we're going to have favor on our lives and we're going to have an anointing over us and we're going to be under the kingdom in every shape and form and nothing is going to harm us. But if it does, it won't prosper because that's in the Bible as well. The weapon may form, but it won't prosper. So just know that as well. That when when God says you're anointed and you have favor and you are blessed by him. That is not to say that you are not ever going to be touched or in a bad way and you're not going to have hardships because you most definitely will. Even Jesus himself did and he never sinned. But they won't prosper. And that's when we have to lean into Jesus the most. The second verse here, Deuteronomy 28 and verse 13 says the Lord will make you the head, not the tail. If you pay attention to the commandments of the Lord your God that I give you this day and carefully follow them, you will always be at the top, never the bottom. And that just goes right back to what I was saying a second ago, that you will be blessed when you come in and blessed when you go out. God wants to make us all wealthy and financially free and have a happy life and give you all of the blessings and and the things that you want and he can do it but he's going to be more willing to do it if you follow him and if you have a true relationship with him now i kind of want to switch gears here for just a second because i've been reading if you guys know i've been reading in john and i just i loved this so much and it just spoke to me and so i wanted to add it into my podcast but if we go down to john 21 and 25 it says, Jesus did many other things as well. If every one of them were written down, I suppose that even the whole world would not have room for the books that would have been written. And I just love that because it shows that God did so many great things on earth, not all of it could be written down. But the greatest thing that Jesus ever did is not a secret. Do you know what that is? 
yes, Jesus died on the cross for us. And I love that so much. And this just kind of goes back to the other point that you are a child of God. So no matter what you are going through, Satan can't win. He won't win. He, the weapon may form, but it won't prosper because Jesus already won. Jesus said when he was on that cross, it is finished. And from that moment on, it has been finished. And and we have the victory. We are victors because of that. And now I want to go to Proverbs 6 and 31. And I just love this because when you feel like you're not winning or Satan has a hold of you and you don't understand what's going on, this is what Jesus said. Yet if he is caught, he, as in Satan, Satan must pay sevenfold, though it cost him all the wealth of his house. What that's saying is everything, everything that Satan has stolen from you, he will have to pay back in sevenfold, seven times more than what he took. It will be greater than what than what we can even imagine. Though it cost him all the wealth of his house, meaning he will have to sell everything that he owns to give back to you for what he stole. And he has to pay interest. And I just love that because Satan is a punk. He really is. But God has the final say. And that we will win and we are victors. And I I want you to know that you're a victor. And whatever you're going through, whatever battle you're facing right now, it's only temporary because we know that God is going to win in the end. He always does and he always will. It is finished. That is what Jesus said. It is finished. You may think that what you have right now is, is the greatest, but then God comes in and he wrecks your plans because God has something greater for you. And you may not quite understand what it is, but that's okay. You have to let go and let God lead the way. And I think that's all God really wants is a is a true genuine relationship with you. And he wants to he wants to bless you and and give you exceedingly and abundantly more than you ask but at the end of the day really all God wants is a true relationship with you not just a relationship where you open your Bible once a week when you go to church maybe two times when you go on Sunday and then again on Wednesday he doesn't want that he wants you to be in his word daily he wants you to talk to him to be in prayer with him to to write down notes that he's speaking to you or maybe he's using other people to speak into your life that they have no idea that they're being used by God but he will use anything that he can to get to you to to hear his word and I was actually talking to my husband about this the other night and we were talking about forgiveness and how people always go and ask God to forgive them for their sins but he said you know God has already forgiven us which is why Jesus went and died on the cross and I said, he was kind of asking my, my thoughts and my perspective on it. And so I just, I'm going to be honest, and this is what I was telling him. I, I told him that, that, you know, God did forgive us and we are forgiven. And every time that we come to God with a repentance, 
and that we are going to turn away from that sin or looking at that porn or cheating or what or gambling whatever it is we're going to turn away from that and god will forgive us and it is forgotten in god's eyes he doesn't even remember that so if you bring it back up to him he's like what is it i've already forgiven you for this but i was telling my husband i felt like it was almost more for us and for and for us to declare it and speak it out in into the natural as well so that once it's almost like an accountability partner is kind of what I was explaining that when you want to go work out it's easy to say you're going to do it and you get all the right things for it and you get your equipment and your new workout clothes and your shoes and 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 all of that stuff but what about on the days that you don't want to go work out you have that partner to kind of pick you up and just be like come on come on Sally Sue let's go I know you don't want to but I promise you're going to feel much better once you do and God is kind of the same way he's our accountability partner and once we repent and turn away from that sin and we ask God for forgiveness he's going to forgive us and and that's because you know we have Jesus in our heart so once we go back to that and go try and go back to that sin because Satan comes in our minds and tries to tempt us that's when God will come in and and remind us, hey, haven't you turned away from that? Aren't you trying to be better? Aren't you on an on a new way, on a new path, renewing your mind? And that's where God is so good because even though we didn't deserve his forgiveness and his love and his grace and his mercy, he loved us enough to do it anyways. And there's no greater love that I have experienced than God's love. And I want that for you too. I want you to experience the fullness of God's love and his grace and his mercy. Because I promise you that no sin is too big or too small. There there are not unequal and there are not levels to God. You know, it says in Galatians that gossip and murderers are the same. And in society's eyes, those two are not the same. But to God, they are, they are one and the same. And so that right there proves to you that there are no levels with God. And he sees sin as sin. That's it. They're, they're all equal to God. And so there's nothing too big that God can't handle. You may think that you need to have your life together before you can come to God. But God says, no, come as you are. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. You, you cannot experience the fullness of God until you just come to him and he doesn't want you to come to him as perfect and put together and and acting like you have your life together because he knows that you don't because if you truly had it all together 100% of the way you wouldn't need God but we do need God and so he says daughter son come to me I'm the only peace that you can have and I want to give that to you And this just kind of goes back to having a true relationship with God. He just wants to have a relationship with you and know who he wants to know who you are. And he wants to show you who he is. Because people in society might say, you know, God is one way. And that's might of how you have grown up knowing him. But religion is not God. God is something so much greater and bigger than that. And he wants to prove himself to you. Because he loves you that much. 
that he wants to spend forever with you and and that relationship so all that is to say that you may feel guilty coming to god with well look what i've done and i did this and i did that and i didn't do this and and i i had an abortion or i gave my son up for adoption because i couldn't do it and and i cheated on my wife and i did this and i did that but god says nothing is too great for me to forgive i i forgive all come to me child because i want to i i want you and i want you to know that it's going to be okay we are not enough on our own when people say you are enough i i like that but i kind of cringe to it because we alone are not enough we are only enough in god and because of god and because of that he is in us we are enough through god and god wants to be in your life daily he wants to have a daily relationship with you and i'm i know i'm hitting on that hard but i just feel that so strongly for someone that he that's what he wants he wants you to come to him no sin is too great god's going to forgive you for your sin and god already has but i also believe that god is saying that you need to forgive yourself you can't carry that guilt and that shame into the next season. You can't. You have to let it go and lay it at the feet of Jesus because he can carry it and he wants to. And he wants to take you higher with him. But until you let go of those those feelings that are from Satan, until you let go of it, he can't exceed you higher and he can't let you grow and soar on wings like eagles until you let it go and he wants you he wants you to soar with the eagles because that's what you are but until you let go of those hurts and those pains of the past you won't be able to to go forth and you say well i don't even know what my hurts and my pains are ask god to reveal it to you and he will and he's not going to reveal it to you to be mean and to be spiteful and look well look at this and look at that and no he's doing it so that you will come to him and so that he will heal you because no person is going to heal you you know what's going to heal you is reading your bible reading god's word and what he said about you and spending time with him that's what's going to heal you but until you face those realities of things that happened in your past that you don't necessarily want to deal with or that don't quote unquote bother you anymore they do because you wouldn't be so turned off from it and when people try to talk to you about it, it's like walking on eggshells. And until you let go and you let God heal that, you won't be elevated to the next level. And like I said, God wants to take you to that next level. So let him work on you. Let him do a work in your life because because I promise you that he does. And I promise you that God will forgive you. He already has. But I'm going to say it one more time. You have to forgive yourself too. Thank you guys so much for joining into this week's podcast. I pray that this message spoke to you. And if it did, send me an email at shelbyburrow20 at yahoo.com. I love hearing from my listeners and how God is working in your life. And I mean that. Send me an email with a prayer request or even a praise report. I love hearing from my listeners and how God is working in your life. I love you all and we will talk soon.